Christ Christian Center. I welcome you guys into our live broadcast on this evening. Um, I'm so excited to be here and to have this opportunity to encourage you guys on this evening. Um, and I'm just excited. I'm excited about the word. I'm excited about what God is saying in this time and this season. I'm just excited. Um, I'm grateful for Apostle and Pastor Lois um, for them allowing me to come on to this broadcast this evening to encourage you guys. And I'm also grateful for the body of Christ and those individuals who have been praying for me today. And I'm just excited. I'm, I'm grateful about everything that God is doing uh, in this time and in this season. Um, I do want to start with prayer. And um, I'm going to pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come today, Lord, just thanking you and honoring you for being God. You're all wonderful. You're all awesome. God, I praise and I thank you now for your love and your kindness towards your people. I thank you for this message and this opportunity to encourage. God, I thank you no weapon formed against the body of Christ shall prosper in every tongue that rises up against us in judgment. I condemn it now. Holy Spirit, have your way on the airways, have your way in this message in Jesus' name. You said if we ask anything in this in your name, that shall you do. So God, I praise and I thank you now. I thank you for allowing me to operate and function in power, authority, and dominion. I thank you how you made the body of believers, oh God. We're made in your likeness and your image. So God, I praise and I thank you now. In Jesus' name, amen, 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 amen. Well, today, um, I got some information for you guys. And I know you guys will notice that the message is called The Squeeze. And um, my main reason for that title is because in the last three months uh, since the pandemic, um, I, we have a, a pandemic, but then we have our own personal pandemics, right? And so I've been squeezed in many areas of my life. And usually what happens is, is when we've been squeezed or we're being squeezed in areas, we don't like it. And so uh, for three months, I've been squeezed in every area you could absolutely think of. However, the Lord is so faithful because he's kept me in the midst of what I thought I couldn't handle. And so today I want to encourage you guys, just in case you've been squeezed in some areas, it wasn't necessarily the enemy who did the squeezing. It was God. And so I'm going to give you guys some information about where I'm going with this message called the squeeze. So. Um, usually when you squeeze a fruit or you squeeze anything, the, the whole uh, gist of the squeeze is to get something out of it. So if you squeeze an orange, you're going to get orange juice. If you squeeze a lemon, you're going to get lemon juice. And so what God is doing in this time and this season is he's squeezing us in areas so that he can get a product or something out of us. And so today I want to talk about those things, but I do want to talk about some behaviors that occur before the squeeze. So for me, um, 
when I'm being exposed by the Lord, um, instead of me realizing or discerning that God is trying to do something, a lot of times I'm operating out of my emotions. And that's not that's not the behavior that he wants us to operate in. Operating out of my emotions will will make the squeeze much longer and or the fact that it'll just be an emotional roller coaster that I'm on, you know, uh, while God is trying to do something and he's trying to produce something in me. So what I've realized is that some of my emotions can sometimes overtake what God is really trying to do. And so what I've learned to do while I'm being squoze is either to discern or try to be able to identify how I'm feeling, okay? And so what I realize is that most of the time I'm irritated, I'm doubtful, I'm mad, I'm sad, I'm operating in fear, anxiety and worry, and I'm double-minded. Some of you guys may not think that you're double-minded, but I'm dub we're double-minded when we're going through. A lot of us don't like going through. Processes of anything that is difficult for us to deal with, we don't like what happens, the going through part. So now we got this information about whatever we have to deal with, but the go through process, we have no idea what that will look like. But we know for sure our flesh don't want to be bothered with it. But however, God is trying to produce something. And at that time, we're in our emotions. So I share with you how under pressure, I'm irritated. And these things that um, God is trying to produce out of me makes me uncomfortable. Now, I know it has to be some people out there who know what I'm talking about because in being pressured in some areas, you're feeling uncomfortable. Well, let me talk about some of the areas because some of you guys are probably wondering like, what is she talking about? Some of the areas, marriage slash relationships, it can be health, mm-hmm. It can be your money, mm-hmm. It can be your children, father help me. <laughs> it could be your job or and or it could be your purpose whatever god is purposing for you to do those areas god is trying to squeeze and so um for those of you guys who know i'm single and i noticed on my journey in the last three three months even once during the pandemic that um you know, when you're single, sometimes you have a proclivity to think that you're alone and you're really not. And so today I want to encourage the singles. And I'm not married, but I think I can, I think some of the married people will be able to identify. Uh, and with the singles, I think a lot of times because we're in such a rush to do things um, or to be in a relationship, we never take the time to uh, identify what's in us that needs to be removed in order for us to be in a decent relationship. So what I'm saying is this, um, some pe single people, we're so desperate and we're such in a rush 
And um, an area that God is allowing us or wants us to do is to wait on him. And so that would be a place of pressure, right? Because nobody really wants to wait on anything. Everybody wants everything fast and quick and in a hurry. But this is what I found out of desperation. Out of desperation comes negative uh, behaviors in relationships. You miss all the red flags because you're just in a rush. You just you want him, you want her, and you're you're not really allowing yourself uh, an opportunity to grow, uh, even growing the things of God. But because we're such and we're in such a rush we are determined to get with someone because we feel like our time is up oh i'm getting older um my time is passing by soon uh, all these crazy things that we tell ourselves in our mind but the pressure is the waiting part and nobody wants to wait and so my encouragement tonight is for you to wait yep yep you gotta wait because i gotta wait so i think it's important that you wait let me talk about about what the squeeze means. Let me give you the definition of it. The act of pressing, producing pressure. Pressure has to be implied, applied in order to obtain something from it. So most of the time in the squeeze, God is producing something. So I'm gonna go to health. I'm talking about health. Yeah. Health is something that I've dealt with the last three months. Um, I've had a family member who has been ill uh, and actually diagnosed with the disease uh, that I went through. And I did not want that individual to have to go through it. I literally, <laughs> and this is just the truth of the matter, um, I literally, because this is so precious and deep for me, um, I literally didn't want the person to be squoze on because God was probably dealing with their faith. And um, I really prefer like, Lord, like, can you, like that cup, can that pass? Can that person not have to deal with that illness or that sickness? Can like, don't, don't even allow this to even happen. But what I'm understanding is God has to put pressure on everybody because he's trying to produce something in fear. Let me just talk about fear a little bit. So usually when we have a health scare, guess what? Fear comes up, right? And so God is trying to produce confidence, but you got to have something that you're confident in, like the word. And you have to find the word has to be your foundation and you have to be uh, consistent in study. And so if your entire life is uh, a fear about fear, then but God is trying to produce confidence. And so in the event of the health scare with the family member that I have, um, fear then takes over me and then takes over them. And so then God is producing confidence. He's like, hey, you're confident. I brung you out this thing. You should be able to go to this person and encourage them. What is going on with you where you now trying to operate in fear? And so this is the squeeze. This is the, the, but God is trying to produce not only confidence in me, 
but he's trying to produce confidence in the individual that's sick and he's trying to produce faith and so he got to produce it he's got to put some pressure on us he's got to apply it our money during the pandemic um what i noticed is before the pandemic uh when it came to money that i wasn't really a saver i've done really good in some areas but really god really wants me to get to a place of saving now um, during the pandemic absolutely i have more money than i probably ever had before ah, and maybe you have too but I understood that during the pandemic that he's trying to produce something. And so in that, he wants us to be prosperous, right? And so we need to not buy a lot of stuff, you know, do a lot of shopping, doing all the stuff, the bad habits that we had before uh, the pandemic. And what the pandemic has taught me is some of these things that I was purchasing, I really didn't need. And so God, he is so faithful um, that the Holy Spirit will show you some areas that you have been abusive in and spending money is one of those areas. And so God wants the body of believers for us to have money, money in our pocket when situations occur or things come up, we have it. And so what happens is, is when we still continuously uh, spend our money uh, frivolously. You know, we just kind of like blow the money. We got it. I got my check. I'm about to go buy some stuff for myself. I'm about to do uh, some entertainment and different things for myself. And and this is the thing. God is trying to get things to us. And it's so amazing because we'll do, you know, we'll blame it on the situation. We'll blame it on the circumstance. Um, I did talk about marriages and relationships. I did talk about health. And now I'm talking about money. I'll probably go in between these three for a moment. In relationships, I'm going back a little bit, okay? Because marriage, health, and money, what we tend to do in these three different areas is we tend to blame other people for the situation or the circumstance that we're in. Yep, I said it, marriage, health, and money. The, in the relationships, uh, I can honestly say this about myself, I'm the accuser. I have a tendency to be able to see everybody else's flaws except for my own. Hmm, okay, maybe that ain't you, but that's me. In my health, that was another thing. I was able to so easily say, well, I'm not going to work out. I'm not going to get on that treadmill. And then I'll blame the doctor because I got to take medication or I'll blame the doctor because now they're asking me to do something I don't want to do. And so now my money, I want to say, oh, it's all this stuff I have to do. Um, I need the Lord to, uh, I'm blaming the job. I don't like the job. I need to make more money. But God is so so faithful. What we do is we have an accusing spirit. And so we're accusing our, our circumstances that God is squeezing us on. And he's trying to produce something out of us, such as he's trying to produce courage. He's trying to produce patience. He's trying to produce love. Oh my goodness. Remember I talked about that marriage relationship? Oh my goodness. Love. He's trying to produce strength truth, righteousness, and holiness. 
and he wants us to be healed. I have two scriptures and I want to share those two scriptures with you. My very first scripture is 2 Corinthians 4, 8 through 9. And it says, we are hard pressed. So this message is about being squoze, right? We're being squeezed. So we are hard pressed on every side. So I just brung up three areas. I brung up relationships. I brung up money. I brung up health. And so those are just a few areas that we're being hard pressed on every side. But what's so amazing about this scripture, it says, but not crushed. I looked up crushed. But sometimes I think we kind of like overlook the scriptures. Crush means that we are not damaged or distorted in shape. We are hard pressed on every side, but we are not crushed. We are not damaged or distorted in shape. We are who God has called for us to be. We operate and function and we are who he say that we are. And we are not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair. We're persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down. We might get a couple of blows. Yep. Mm -hmm. We might get blown by some misfortunes, some situations, some circumstances, but we're not destroyed. The enemy cannot destroy us. We cannot be, our existence can't be destroyed by the enemy. And so we're not destroyed. So I wanted to share that scripture because it's important for you to know that even though we're hard pressed on every side, every area might be pressed. It might be squoze on, but you're not crushed. You're not perplexed, but you're not in despair. You're not hopeless. You're not persecuted, but not abandoned. You're not rejected. You're not struck down. And guess what? You are not destroyed. I have one more scripture. And that scripture reading is this. Romans 8, 30 through 31. This scripture I've probably been studying for the last month. And this scripture is as follows. Moreover, whom he did predestinate. Let's deal with predestinate. So in the event that you're being squoze in any area of your life, the bottom line is God knew who you were when you was in your mother's womb. And he knew who you were going to be when you manifested into an adult. He knew what circumstances and situations that you were going to be going through. And so he knew you. He ordained you. He destined you. He knew you before you knew yourself. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. Well, what is called? He called you. He invited you in. He summoned you and he gave you an identity. You are a woman of God. You are a man of God. You can overcome every situation, every circumstance. The problem is, is we don't want to go through nothing. We don't want to try to endure through nothing. We want to punk out in the middle of stuff. 
We don't want to fight. We want to give up in the middle of the ring. But the bottom line is your identity is in Christ Jesus. And he has made you whole. You are a warrior and you have the ability to overcome anything. Mm. So in the midst of him inviting you and giving you an identity, you will now understand the mysteries of the kingdom of God because he's called you. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called, and whom he called, which is you, them he also justified. Well, what is justified? Lord, have mercy. Let me say this. Pastor Lois had been talking about minding your mind. And in the midst of the, you know, she had been talking about minding your mind. I just talked about you being called, right? So when you're being called, you have your mind is being changed. The way you think, behaviors that you operated in before are being changed and your heart is being changed. And so God is calling you to be something different, even in the midst of you being in the situation that you're being squoiled in. What happens is, is in the squeeze, we feel like no change is occurring. I'm the same person. Um, I'm still the old me. The new hasn't manifested, but of course the new has manifested, but you're being squoiled on because God wants to produce something out of you, right? Okay. So justify, justification, you being declared righteous. Lord, have mercy. I got excited. I am not guilty. I'm not guilty of my sins. I'm not guilty of what people think about me. I am not guilty. I'm only in a state of acceptance with God. That's it. That's it. That's my bottom line. I'm being declared righteous. I am not guilty. I'm only in a state of acceptance with God. So these areas that I brung up that we're being squoze in, God is trying to produce and get something out of us. And we have to allow him to do it. My irritations are, is the fact that I don't like the way he do it. And maybe you don't like the way he do it, but it got to be done because it produces purpose and it, re, it, re, it produces strength. It produces all the things that God needs for us to operate and function in. And so in this, you have to make a decision. Oh, Lord, you got to make a decision when you're being squoled or when you're going through a situation. Are you going to finish it? You're going to allow the squeeze to happen, but you got to allow it. You got to allow it. A lot of things I think that we have problems with. It's, it's, it really has everything to do with our thinking about how we think about ourselves. And if we take the scripture and begin to meditate on it, download it in our heart that is in our mind and we can change the way that we think about every situation that we think that we're being squoze in, you know, really. And so uh, for myself, this month 
has been one of the most amazing months. However, everything, I, I went back to school, um, uh, 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 you know, trying to encourage my son. Uh, that's another area. Ch our children, uh, 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 so we got, sometimes we got to release them. Um, okay, I'm going to say it again. We got to release them because they are an adult. They are adults. Not all of our children are grown, but mine is an adult. And so as a result of that, we have to allow our children to make their own decisions. What's interesting is, I think as a mother, and probably this is probably geared probably more towards the women, is that a lot of the times we don't want our children to be squoles. We, In other words, we don't even want them to have to go through the situation or the circumstance that all God will remove that cup so they don't have to go through it. But guess what? God is producing something out of your children. He wants something out of them too. And if you keep getting in the way, then how can the production go forth? How can he get the nutrients that he really needs to get out of your kids? And how can he really get the nutrients out of you if you don't allow the process of being squirrels? And so even when it comes to our job, job is another area. I know some probably a couple of people are probably out there laughing. When it comes to me and my job, I'm always asking the Lord, how, how can you continue to use me on this job? And so, but what's happening is, is sometimes when God uh, is telling you to do something different. Okay, I'll say that. I think that sounds better. When he is telling you to do something different, I think a lot of us are afraid to take the stance to do something different. I'm just talking about me. I ain't talking about y'all. The fear of doing something different, the fear of, 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 of standing in faith, the fear of being able to move when God tell you to move and not trying to get 20 other people's opinions about whether or not you should make the move, but you should just believe God. And so when he tells us to move, oh Lord, have mercy, job, we got to move. And what happens is the reason why things are the same on the job is because you didn't make the move and you stayed there. I'm talking to me. I ain't talking to none of y'all out there in broadcast land. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, this is what's happening. Stuff becomes stagnant. Mm -hmm. uh, there's irritations. Stuff starts getting real crazy. And what I know for sure is when God is even trying to move you on your job, or in relationships, he will allow stuff to get crazy. Okay. He will. In them relationships, the person start acting crazy. The people on the job start acting, the boss acting crazy. Everybody is just, it's just craziness. So God is trying to produce entrepreneurs. And some of us trying to stay at the job. Jesus help. <laughs> I'm laughing at myself. Because I'm trying, I'm being squoles, y'all. I'm being squoles, I'm being squoles. And so in that, you know, I went back to school and, um, and, and God is just trying to, uh, this whole school thing, you know, I, I'm just trying, I'm talking to myself. I ain't talking to y'all. This school thing is difficult. 
because I'm up in age and I'm trying to get a master's degree. And what this is allowing me to do, mm, 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 it's a producing patience and it's producing me to become more of an entrepreneurial thinker. Because something happens when we get jobs, we just think job savviness. We've learned how to do the job business and we're professional in that arena. I got that down pat. I can do a job well, but entrepreneurship, God is doing something different. And so we have to allow him to do the something different. And guess what? We gonna get squalls trying to do it. So I don't went back to school. So there's the squeeze for me. Mm. And then your purpose. I talked about how you're called. Lord, have mercy. You're called to do a thing and you won't do it because of fear. Because uh, the way God is uh, allowing it to happen, um, because the way uh, it's not done your way, but God is doing something his way. And now you don't want to operate in that thing or function in that thing because you feel like. It should be done your way. And he's trying to produce something, something interesting about purpose. I was thinking about even though while I was saying purpose, I never purposed to be ha, do anything in the ministry. And so when I think about opportunities God has given me in any area of ministry or any place of anything, believe me, it wasn't anything I asked for. Yeah, it wasn't anything I asked for. I didn't ask for it. Um, I didn't ask to do any of this. <laughs> and so it's funny because God is so wonderful. He'll put you where you need to be, even in the midst of you really not wanting to do it. And so God is faithful. And I'm thanking God because my identity is in him. And so when we're able to understand that God is doing something uh, in us, He's he's pressing on our on every area because he's trying to get something. The fact that the pandemic has not ended and things are still going on, still things are going on in families, things are going on in relationships. Um, you name it, it's going on. But in the midst of the pandemic in which we still have to wear a mask, we still have to go out there and cover up, uh, cover up properly. We got our own stuff that we're dealing with as well. My encouragement to you guys tonight is that in the midst of being squoze or being squeezed, allow God to do it. It's going to hurt. Yeah, yeah. It's going to hurt. Um, it's going to be a touchy situation. Uh, it's going to be some areas that you feel like, like, no, nah, I'm, I'm willing to do this. I'm willing to do that. Uh, you might get cursed out during the squeeze. Yep, yep. Some people might say some nasty stuff to you. Yep, but you got to take it because God is trying to produce, push something out of you and you got to allow him to do it. This is not a time to cower down. This is not a time to, to stop. This is not a time. I read something earlier and it was about olives. I don't know much about olives because I don't really eat them. <laughs> but um, it talked about that there were three processes of olives. 
Man, oh man, I, I, I really, I don't even, I wasn't going to even give this part of it, but this is the Holy Spirit for sure. But there's three processes of the olive being squoze. One process is being crushed. Mm. You have to be crushed. Now, isn't that amazing? The second Corinthians four and eight, I talked about being crushed, right? But there are three processes of an olive being crushed. And we're like an olive. You're going to have to be crushed. You're going to be some heartache. It's going to be some pain. It's going to be some situations. It's going to be some circumstances. You're going to say, why did this happen to me? I don't know why this happened to me. But why not you? Why not? Why not you? The second one is in the process of an olive being crushed or being squoze. It's the stirring. There's a stirring that takes place. Sometimes there's a whirlwind that will even happen in your life so God can get to where he needs to get to in you. And he will stir some stuff up. He will, he, he'll stir it up. He'll allow the stir up to happen because he wants to get something out of you. Then there is a separating. That's the other process of an olive. He'll separate you from those that you don't need to be in relationship with. He'll separate you um, even for a time from your family because he's he's trying to get something to you. Yep. Yep. Because he did that to me. Yeah. He separated me. Uh, he'll remove you from relationships you shouldn't be in. And separating can be difficult. He'll move you to another city. Woo! He'll move you to a whole nother city. He will. He will. He'll move you from a, to another city. He'll move you to another county so that he can teach you something, show you something. One of the things, and it's so funny that I brought up that he'll move you to a, another city. Um, because in separating, uh, because I had a mentality of, I lived, I was raised on the east side of Detroit. And um for those who know anything about the east side, you know, it's kind of like a ride or die type situation. And when you are uh, somewhere, you, a, a lot of times we're committed to a place because we think we're supposed to live there forever. And I remember the time that God was separating me. He moved me to Farmington Hills. I, I lived on the east side all my life. I didn't even know how to drive to the west side. That was how long I had lived on the east side. And so in my separating, oh my goodness, and it's just the Holy Spirit just gave me this. My son had some great opportunities and we were around some wealthy people. Now that I look back on it, it's funny, but God was trying to show me something in that time and even in that season, not only for myself, but also for my son. We had no idea what it was like to be around wealthy people. We, he went to a wealthy school we hung around wealthy folks. And so when he's trying to show you something and he's trying to uh, get something to you, he'll separate you. And those were the processes of an olive being crushed, being stirred and being separated. This entire message today was to encourage individuals who've been schooled in some areas and um, as a result of you being squoze, uh, that that God is trying to produce something. He's trying to get something to you and in you and through you. And so 
2 Corinthians 4, 8 and 9 would be something that you would need to study on, you know, uh, for you to look at and be encouraged in it. The other scripture was Romans 8, 30 and 31. And you should study on that as well. And so today, I'm not going to be before you guys long. I just wanted to encourage you that in the event that you have been being squoze or being squeezed like I have for the last couple of months, and it was truly God himself that has been able to help me. I got a lot going on. I can go on and on and on, um, but I'm not because I know that you guys all understand probably from your own situations um, that God is squeezing so that he's producing something out of us and he's going to get it. Yeah. He's going to get what he, what he, what he's desiring for us to do. And so I want to encourage every individual on the line, on the, on the Facebook live tonight that you can make it and you have the ability to get through it because God called you. He predestined you. He made you. You are a overcomer. You have the ability to do what God has called for you to do in this season. And when this is all over, I will be an entrepreneur. <laughs> I will not be at my job. And if people from my job are watching, I'm encouraging you and you can continue to encourage me that, you know, uh, we've got to be in a season where um, God is doing something else and we got to be okay with what God is doing. So I just wanted to encourage you guys today. I did about 40 minutes. I thank God for the opportunity. Those who came online, I hope it was a blessing to you. Um, but be encouraged. Um, there is a lot that's going on. Stay in faith. Um, stay in the word. Stand on the word. Meditate on the word day and night. Uh, so that you may be strong and courageous in God. And so I'm going to end it with prayer. I'm hoping before I end it in prayer that um, you guys can share this uh, Facebook Live with your friends or people on your Facebook page um, to be encouraged about being, you know, being squoze and that you have the ability to overcome anything in any situation in every circumstance. Um please share your Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, and Twitter. And uh, I'm, I'm so honored to have had the privilege to talk to you guys on this evening. So I'm going to end it with prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come today, Lord, just saying I thank you. I thank you for this opportunity to encourage your people on today. I thank you, Lord, that a seed was sown about the squeeze. And even though the saints are being squoze, God, I thank you that they'll get the victory and they will win. And so, God, I praise and I thank you now for the body of Christ, the body of believers, after Christ Christian Center, Apostle and Pastor Lords, all the leaders all over the world. God, that you will bless us and strengthen us in every area of our lives, that the kingdom of God, hallelujah, will uh, 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 we will operate and function for the kingdom of God. So God, I praise and I thank you now. You said if we ask anything in your name that you will do it. So I thank you, oh God, for what you've done. Holy Ghost, I thank you. 
I thank you for leading me, guiding me, directing me in this moment and this time and leading the body of believers in this moment and this time. And so, God, we praise and we thank you now in Jesus name. Amen. So look, guys, y'all stay safe. Wear your mask. Um, I went out of town last month, but I had my mask on. I did social distancing and all that good stuff. But use wisdom. Be encouraged. I love you guys. Be blessed. Can't wait to get back in the building. But if we're not back in the building, this is what we're going to do. We're going to get to work. We're going to get to work. Amen. Praise God. Love you guys.